Hey, what's going on? It is episode 221 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Nothing to clean up, nothing to clear up. Everybody's uh, good to go. Uh, just a real quick house cleaning of, I made a chore chart, incentive chart in my house. Yeah, we didn't were, talk about we, People that. were popping off of that a little bit. I basically, my kids are six and seven, and I basically wanted them to um, start doing some stuff around the house. And now I could order them to do these things, <laughs> and they could do them, and that's fine. But we're trying to teach them to save money, too. They don't have any way to make money, right? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to tell them, like, hey, until you save 50 bucks, you can't buy nothing. So I've upped the incentives so they get to that mark closer. And they also learn how to fold clothes and do stuff. Eventually, when they start making, they have more money, then I'll be like, you just, you help with dinner because you're part of the family, blah, blah. But for now... It's an incentive to teach them those things. And, and, and that was way too long winded to put on Facebook, but that's essentially but, what it was. But your values for the chores, I think, are are low if that's your goal because kids are super annoying and they get, uh, although, like the first day <laughs> when you put that up, they yeah. go, oh, yeah, it's a way for me to make money. But they realize it's like, hey, it's 50 cents. That's that to get to $50, yeah. it's a long time. So by the time they get to 10, it's going to be like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Right. Are we there yet? And you're going to be like, I'll just buy you the goddamn. Well, they the thing is they already had like some birthday money, so yeah, it's gonna take forever. But at least I can go like, hey, you're getting closer. So it seemed like the the there was predominantly two... everybody's argument was, you know what? Hey, this is the house. Everybody's supposed to pitch in. Yeah, there were two. There were two camps. There was there was you do the job because you help row this boat because you're part of the family. And there's oh, that's awesome. You're teaching them about chores and money. I saw you in that boat. Who else was there? Was there a lot of people in there? Yeah, a lot of really? people were like, oh, I wish I would have gotten my kids on chores earlier. And and But my thing, dude, life is one big bribe, bro. Oh, for sure. You don't do... And no one does anything without some incentive. Like, anything. But, but okay... Unless so, you're straight Buddhist and you just, like, burn yourself and, like, watch stuff happen. Are you assuming, at least starting out, figuring that both your kids are motivated by money? Because I would yeah. say, by and large, I guess when you're a kid, I don't know. I mean, I think free time, maybe video... If, if you limit their amount of game time but like for me at work i still do the same job i do <laughs> ridiculous as it is uh regardless of how little money i make yeah but you, you know, always hear those really... old you always hear those old stories like i learned in the kitchen by cooking with my mom and my grandma and they always showed me these things and i got a love for culinary arts that way uh my kids don't have a love for it i don't know that their parents or grandparents are going to teach them that so like i had to up the incentive right it can't be like Okay, these people that say like, oh, I just used to love making noodles with my Italian grandmother and that's how I got the love for it. Well, you you didn't have Netflix at that time. You didn't have Xbox. They right. do. <laughs> so you got to up the sure. ante. And so that's that's why I did it. But uh, I, I like it. And, it. and dude, if they fold laundry and help cook and put stuff away, it costs it, me like- I'm sure I, they do a crappy job. I, I don't care. That's fine. Okay, so that's, I'm glad you said that because that's where I wanted to go with this. So when you are paying for it, like I feel like- I have my son, I told you, he mowed the lawn one day, mowed the entire backyard without dropping the lawnmower deck down. He didn't mow one blade of grass. He has headphones on not paying attention. So if I was paying him for that, I mean, all I still right. made him redo but it that's over. a job you really want done. This is all menial tasks I can do. My, like, yeah, but, you know what I mean? But what are you teaching them if they don't do the proper job? You're still giving them the payment regardless of. So it's sort of. Uh, I'm teaching them to put in the work. I got you. But if you're yeah. saying like, hey, here's a deal. It's a life skill that. You're going to earn money by doing something, and by doing it the right way, yeah. then you get 
a payment for it. So yeah. if they do it the wrong way, do you make them redo it? Well, we also have a repeated phrase in my house that I stole from Jocko or one of those guys, which was do it right or do it again. So they they do I know guess how, as long as you hold them to that. They, well, not always to it, but but often they know in how theory, to, I mean. they know how to hang clothes. They can hang shirts. Okay. You know what I mean? It's hard to screw that up. They still manage to sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> they hang so, half of them and stuff the other half. So under it the turns bed. out this whole endeavor has probably cost me like five or six bucks so far, and they've spent a couple hours folding and helped me make dinner. So eventually, the money will not be as big of a deal, and they will just know how to do stuff. And I'll go, hey, this time just do it, cause I you had, know what I mean. I had a, a conversation that's sort of similar to this uh, with a buddy today, talking about uh, sports and uh, getting your kids an extracurricular activities and he was talking about how he had his son um he tried to get his son who's like uh, six or seven years old to play guitar uh and, and we talked about it at the time when he was saying like hey what do you think about that and he was getting some different input from some different people and i said like i started playing guitar when i was like 13 and it's difficult to use your hands in such a way that you've never used them before and the strings hurt and yeah. if, you, if the action's not right, depending on what kind of quality guitar you have, it could be difficult. You always now, start on a crummy being, guitar, and oh, it's extra hard to yeah, learn right. on a crummy guitar. It so. sounds bad. You really don't know how to tune that well. So no matter even if your, your chord structuring is right, or your it's not coming out yeah. as, as as it should. Yeah. And you, uh, the guitar teacher always wants you to learn like the crappiest. You know, Mary had a little lamb because it's very <laughs> basic, and and there, right, there's some right. easy reward there, right? Because it's Hot cross buns is is it's easy recognizable. It's easy to play, and you get to play it. And you go, yes, I played it, and you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, our my point was is my daughter who plays softball always an argument in the beginning. We you know she'll say, oh, other friends of hers are playing, so she wants to play. Teams get picked by the town. We end up on a team with none of her friends on it, and then every day we're arguing about playing softball. Uh, I see, and. It wasn't until my son started wrestling. I mean, when he played baseball, it was the same way. Every extracurricular activity until wrestling came along, and then he was like, you know, they practice every day, and he's always like, hey, I, I love it. Oh, every minute of it. I, yeah. I, you know, he never complained one time. Maybe that's an age thing, too. I just think it's about when you find something that you really love. Yeah. And so I just, at what when, point? I, I tell, was just a little bit older than your son when I found something I really loved, and I stuck to that, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, it was just like, it was like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. By yourself. <laughs> uh, but in talking to some of the other parents out there, I'm always like the pariah because I always like, it's sort of like a half joke and half not. Like, you know, we win a game and it's like, if we win this one, we're going to be playing a double header because, you know, we're moving on to the next bracket. I'm like, we could just lose and we could be done with this. My terrible. kid doesn't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And then everybody, I'm half joking, but like full serious. No, yeah, for And sure. everybody looks at me like a complete jerk, like, and then I'll tell, I'll ask some parents like, does your kid ever just like come home and go like, I do not want to go to practice. They're like, no, no, he doesn't. no, he or she does not. They don't do that. No, that's what I'm saying. So I go, then Jesus. that means that your kid wants to play this sport genuinely. Yeah. And that's great. Well, my kid's in the Munster swim club now and it's a grind every time he tells me, he'll look at me and be like, like damn, like tears in his eyes, almost like I'm going to quit. And I'm like, you're not going to quit. Yeah, it's not up to you. You You're, won't quit. Well, I just keep telling him, I go, hey, I paid a bunch of money. The coaches put their time in. You got to finish the season. After the season, we'll talk. But like, but it's it's the same thing. Well, today he got like a, a swimmer of the week trophy. Mm-hmm. This was more for effort put in. Sure, he's clearly not the swimmer of the week. <laughs> but like, I think the coach was like, 
this kid's struggling, but he's right. still getting after it. So they gave him something. They gave him the little grouper. Dude, I swear to God, I had a father moment today. He looked at me. He goes, hey, thanks for not letting me quit because I was really glad I got this trophy. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the clouds part of me got the only son of the day. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, hold on. You know how, like, people videotape, like, when their kids get presents, they're mm-hmm. so excited? I like put my. I was like, hold on, hold on. Say that super nice shit to me again. Like put my, <laughs> put like record like it was a selfie or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I know the feeling. I'm waiting for him to like something besides uh, besides Roblox. <laughs> well, you know, so we talk about this all the time. Uh, I do outside the podcast, so and I, we might have talked about it before. But at what at what point do you, as a parent, just get to go like, I'm not going to have my kid in ten different sports because I also have a life. I work. Oh. It's not always. I, I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. a bad dad. No, I mean the wife. Me and my wife battle on that. I'm like, let him be bored. I want to do shit I like to do. Yeah, I mean, and and everyone's probably like going, yeah, that's that's awful of you. You should you should make sure no, your kids I'll, get everything. Dude, like I'll be downstairs and and like the wife will come home and say, and I'll be downstairs playing guitar, and she'll be like, what are you doing down here? I'm like, I'm clearly playing guitar and watching the Sox game. And it'll be like, oh, that's what you're doing. You're just like the kids are upstairs and you're playing and you're playing guitar. I'm like, yeah. And it doesn't seem like a problem. They're happy. I'm happy. But it's like they're not being attended to. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, I know. Yeah, it's awesome. It's rules. That's why I don't hate parenting that much because it's like I well, the way like you it's, parent. Yeah, it's fine. I agree with that parenting style yeah. at some level. Like, I just feel like. If you're going to sit there and argue with your kid, and I, I understand not letting your kid sit in front of video games all the time and encouraging them to do things outside of the house, whether interacting yeah. with other kids their own age in person and getting some exercise, all good things. Yeah. However, you know, some things are just not meant for every kid. So I, I just... No, it, it, they're not. And, and it's not, not meant for parents. I don't want to watch... If my kid is terrible and my kid... No, this isn't my kid's. But if my kid was terrible, theoretically, mm-hmm. and didn't want to play a specific sport, why should I suffer and they suffer? Why are we all suffering? Yeah, why are we all doing this? Yeah, what is this even What's about? And sometimes, theoretically, maybe a, a theoretical spouse might say, yeah. well, you know what? They're going to play because they're not going to sit around and, and, and yeah. play video games. That's just not happening. It's like, and this is what's available to play right now. And then that theoretical spouse would go on to order an appetizer at every different restaurant <laughs> in the city. Yeah. No, it's is you got to pick the one that they like for sure. You know what? This week, <laughs> uh, Monday, I was married nineteen years. Nineteen. Nineteen years. So you have one year to plan for like some extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. You have one year to plan. Uh, if if I know your wife at all, you have to plan like a ball. I don't know. We went roller skating for our nineteenth anniversary. That's pretty amazing. At the, uh, at the um, well, I don't know. I guess the for, square for, at, for, at Valparaiso. Uh, right, uh, traditional. Skating, right? Mm. You're not inline. No, no. Some people inline. I don't. I would do no either. regular regular skating. She actually bought a pair of skates on the way there because we couldn't. We didn't know whether they rented them or not. How does that happen? You stop. And get... Yeah, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods and she bought a pair of skates. But uh, she was like, "I want to go skating." And then we went skating and we went to uh, a hamburger place downtown Valpo. Nice. And uh, that we 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 called it a night. Did you show off? Did you spread your wings and fly? A little bit. I mean, we got there super early, so it was a lot of young kids. <laughs> was, yeah. There was one guy that was really, uh, really mixing it up out there, but uh, it wasn't much. It wasn't much going on. She's she's so like 
got to hold on to me or it's like, oh, like screaming every five seconds. So, you know, you weren't able to go backwards. And, like, I was because I was videotaping. I went backwards in order. She the one thing she likes. Yeah. One thing she likes more than skating and holding on to my arm and screaming is <laughs> having video proof or pictures taken. Okay. So I got I skated backwards in order to videotape her waving and you know nice. so, so you're full sure. you're full blown back at this point almost I I like I saw, like how close to old form are you old I, form no not 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 yet but I saw some more skate accoutrement that I want to get <laughs> such I, as I want to switch out my stoppers because they're now they're not the right color because I switched out my wheels to oh, a, a hybrid wheel purely a. a how uh, appearance thing well no because the hybrid wheel is good for both the regular wood floor and for like skating outside okay and it's it's a really grippy wheel it's not like that like More smooth polyurethane that will slide out from under you okay and then i changed out my bearings into some really fast bearings and uh changed out my laces so there is some appearance stuff and there is some actual like uh, usability stuff but um yeah so you know I'm getting I, I'm getting way too into it. Like I said, for a for a near forty three nah, year just old, just get into it too. Just get into it. Do you know what my my brother Nate brought up? A I'm really, searching for my people. My brother Nate brought up a really good point this week about like he was referencing it to Father's Day, but it also works for like anniversaries or just if you're into something. Like, have you ever made the mistake of telling someone that you like something, and now that's your thing? Like according to them, like like. We were joking about, like, my dad used to like Coca-Cola versus Pepsi, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like every holiday birthday, it's like, oh, I got you a Coke clock, a Coke fan. You get Coke everything, right? You got that for him, you're saying? Yes, everyone yeah, right. did. Just everyone the did. easiest because you knew it was a win. My grandma uttered that she liked Tweety Bird once. And so it was like Tweety Bird, everything. Like My dad painted a Tweety Bird mural in her garage. Like My mother-in-law was Garfield. Yeah, yeah. so now you're that thing. Mm-hmm. So I worry about, like, Telling my family, you're not, not that, that thing. Not that though, dude. You're such a spaz gifts. that you're into something different That's every true. week. That's so true. you will never be. You will never. I won't be. show up, and there'll be a hyperbaric chamber, <laughs> like a, a sensory new, deprivation. Yeah, a new hemp ghee. <laughs> like, hey, oh, you're not wearing this anymore since you quit after the third lesson. Oh, mm. this is a, a, a keto inspired Jocko <laughs> recipe. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm you know, the same way though. So. But has that ever happened? Like where you got into something and that became like your. I do, I mentioned I mentioned to my wife, God bless her, my wife, that uh, when I was a kid, I, I I've said many times when I was a kid in Hessville, I was pouring it in clothes. I just wore like old sweatpants with holes in them until I started tight rolling. Even the sweatpants I tight rolled. But again, my sister came in to save the day and bought me an Oakland A's like jersey from from Jimmy's shoes or whatever, like in Woodmar. Mm-hmm. They had like a sports store. And I had like a base because crisscross, like a Dennis Eckersley. Do you remember? You, <laughs> very similar, very similar. green with yellow pinstripes, yeah, or white pinstripes thing. Uh, you remember crisscross, the hip hop yes. group? Yes. Well, those guys were super dope, right? Like they were the coolest. I mean, as far as you know, super dope. Well, they had like a Mets or Knicks and something Knicks. else, yeah. yeah. And uh, they wore jerseys, but backwards. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can pull off the backwards thing. I was like, but that jersey is pretty dope, right? And so did all the all the rappers did. So I was like, well, I'm not one of them guys because I'm like in Sunday school and stuff, but but I'll get one of those things. So my sister bought me an Oakland A's jersey. I told my wife, similar to the Hirachis, I was like, dude, I got to get another A's jersey. I was like, I just remember being like 13 and being like 11 and be like, that's so dope. So I got an A's hat for Father's Day. It's a nice hat. I don't know what you like, what outfit you wear, like that lime green. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say it's It's still a super dope hat and it's a nice thought. But like as soon as that happened, I go, I got to be careful. 
<laughs> I can't let my kids know I like the Oakland A's. I'm a Sox fan, but I like the A's too. Because then it's going to be like, Dad, I drew a picture of the A's. Well, my A's shirt. You mean like my daughter, whenever asked in any capacity what her favorite baseball team is, it's the Mets and Daryl Strawberry's her favorite yes. baseball player? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it's permeated. Right. But I'd be interested to see if listeners I have, did. like, if, if, if listeners let a let the secret out that they like something and so now that's and some of like my facebook friends and even old like school friends and facebook friends with oh there's a couple of them like uh i think my friend jesse like she like wine she talks about wine mm-hmm. a lot so it obviously like wine gifts like it's that's her thing you know it's almost like remember jim from the office like he was like big tuna like he brought tuna mm-hmm. one day yes so he was tuna for the rest of the series like you got to be careful not to be stanley likes crossword puzzles you got to be careful not to like to be that guy yeah i'm trying to think my dad was somebody like that where it was like every holiday we bought him something related to and i'm sure my brother and <laughs> car stuff screaming. probably right no, no 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 it wasn't car stuff it was most probably like guns like the gun digest gun and he's like, I have the gun digest. You know, every year he has a new gun I have every digest. gun like, in that book. You, yeah. how, many, how, how many times can you look at a gun digest? Oh, right, right, right. Well, my dad was airplanes, too. Uh-huh. Like, he loved planes, but it's like, did every tie-tack need to be an airplane? <laughs> right. Like, did every, those decorative plates that yeah. go on the wall for no reason? Yeah. They all had planes on them. Yeah. Every I, book was about planes. It's right. like, you better like planes, because you fucking got them. I always wondered, my dad, uh, growing up, he had, like, these glass-framed uh, clowns. Like Ringling Brothers circus clown pictures, like per, all over our, our our main family room. What? Like you clowns in your family room? Dude? Clown pictures. This is a breakthrough. But but I never. Please go on. Like explain. I never ever. I don't remember ever asking him uh, why we had them or him ever saying like I really enjoy clowns. Like I, paintings I, of they clowns. They were his. No, they were like uh, lithographs or were like 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 a picture. But okay. they were framed like like really nice pictures of of like were they Ringling clowns. Bro- no. Was he trying to express himself through art? I, again, I don't like know where they came you. from. I don't know if like somebody was like, hey, we're selling this whole lot of clown things. And he's like, hey, I need some stuff to hang on the walls. But And my mom never <laughs> chimed in and said, nah, not happening. You so need to ask weird. her today, like, what's up with the clowns? I will. Now, you know what? It just in the family room? something loose, yes. In our, and it was down there forever. Would you say it was like way out of the ordinary from the rest of the house? Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. It doesn't even make it took sense. Took you forty right years, and you're like, dude, what's up with the clowns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess if I if, love breakthroughs, if if, 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 we, if we could come back for one day, that'd be definitely one of the questions I'd ask him. Uh, and I may have asked him, dude, before, when he was but, on his deathbed, you should have. Yeah, remember yeah, you, if you guys are newer listeners, Dave. <laughs> Dave had like a list of stuff that he got the opportunity. To Not work. on his deathbed, but like, well, uh, as I, things were winding term. down, like, yeah, no, no. I mean, but this was like uh, maybe a couple months before. Uh, he ended up passing away where he was still living at home. You know, he was at home and stuff. And, and yeah, I had a, a list of questions I wanted to no, ask No, this him. was in the, I thought this was in the hospital, uh-uh. I thought you said. I, I followed up. Were... I, I think I followed up with some some extra stuff, but. Oh, uh, I had this vision of you going no, into the no. hospital and be like, hey, man, I, rec- I got a couple days or whatever. I recorded it on my phone. I asked my dad. Oh, every Jesus, question, really? Yeah, every question Yikes, uh, I ever had. And he said, oh, I'll answer some of them, some of them I won't, and I'll, you'll just know to move on if I don't feel like answering them. And I never went back and listened to it. And in fact, I sent it to myself in an email form from my phone, and I have no idea where it's that at. That is tough. Never, never went back and listened. That is tough. Couldn't bring I, myself to listen. You probably will. You'll well, be I, sitting around by a campfire like me this Father's Day, and you'll pull it out of your no, email. No, I, I don't think I can You won't it. be okay for hours. Yeah. Speaking of Father's Day, my brother had another good point that made me laugh, too. Mother's Day is always like that Pandora bracelet she wanted. Like, 
the vacation, give her the day off necklaces. It's always like these exotic or like these expensive, nice things and shower her with roses and chocolate and blah, blah, blah. Dads are like, hey, 11% off of cargo shorts. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like collectively as a society, we don't give a shit. And, and, and just in case you were, you were on the fence of whether we give a shit, uh, charcoal is 13% off. <laughs> like right. you mean oh you mean the special deals at like Menards or whatever? Like, just, bring your dad down to Menards and get a bag of charcoal. <laughs> so that's a very good impersonation. Thank you. But it's it's never like like Mother's Day sale. Uh, uh, we have corn on the cob right. for twenty percent off. Yeah. No, it's like buy her lavish gifts, shower her, mm-hmm. and for Father's Day it's like a uh, Coleman cooler. For Father's Day, yeah, it's like it's like off-brand polo shirts. <laughs> 8% off. Everything you can fit in this bag. Save big money at Menards. When, it's or, always shitty gifts. Uh, on Father's Day, I, I think I did the same thing on Mother's Day. I'm not sure, but on Father's Day, I posted something on our Friends of the Hama Man podcast Facebook page. Oh, that just, was kind of awesome. It said just uh, share, like, I think it said, like, share a picture of your dad or Show something. Show us your like dad. Show us your dads. Yeah. And... Uh, which seems a bit vulgar now that I, I voice it, but uh, everybody showed us we their know, dads. We know what you meant. Uh, in the most uh, glorious fashion. Pretty awesome. And I immediately remarked, everyone's dad looks like we could swap them out for everybody else's dad. <laughs> like, dad <laughs> is just the most general, especially, and, and, and I think everybody that was represented was white or white Hispanic yeah. at, at, the, at the farthest end of the spectrum. We're pretty careful about who we let listen. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with that being said, everybody's dad looked like they could be friends with everybody else's dad without mm-hmm. even missing a beat. Everybody looked like they had some and probably did prior military service, yeah. wore their hat just at like resting on the top of their head. Dude, my dad was the epitome of that. You see my dad, you laughed at the picture. He's like, I said, I think he's hiding <laughs> a bag of popcorn. Don't... <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I laughed super hard at that joke, by the way. I was just, I was like, I was the it was super fun. Uh, my dad, I used to always say crazy people can't wear hats, but dads can't wear hats. This, and I think this is like that 70s, 60s, 70s military cap cover where you put the front of the cap on, on the, on the crown of your head, and then you just rest the back on, like you would be putting on a campaign cover. I never cover. saw the military connection, but that you, makes sense. Well, when you put a campaign cover on, that's how you wear it, right? And so when my dad- They don't, they don't pull them hard over the No, eye? no, you, you rest it down That'd be like a tip, class A. And then you just- well, okay. and then you just set it like uh, on top like that. Okay. So I remember as a kid, we would always make fun of my dad. We're like, "Why is your hat so tall? There's so much air in between yeah, your too. head and your." And he would just be like, "That's how. That's how you wear a hat." I have a thing about it. To he this would get day. angry about it. That's how you wear a hat. Like if my hat's not floppy and, and flat, I don't want to wear it because you know, like the, like the people, snapback hat, like the snapback perfectly. Well, the snapbacks now are like these tall ones with a mm. flat brim. I can't do it. Because it reminds me of, like, my dad's huge... Right. Like you said, like, you can put a watermelon in there, and it doesn't make any <laughs> damn sense. But if you think about it, everybody, Vietnam-era people, all wear their hat like that. Dude, and that's, that's what it is. It is that's that. That's what it is. 100%. My dad told me that. Son of a bitch. Yeah. We, we, used we spent... like, I used to go, why are you wearing a hat? It clearly... My dad would have to wear sunglasses with his hat, because the brim did nothing for him. <laughs> I'm like, why are you wearing a cap with a visor, when that visor... Clearly doesn't even cover your forehead, like as far as like the sun. Blockage. Well, he never knew when a flag was going to be lowered. He need to immediately throw his hand in a, a, a salute. Why, position. Hey, you know they're wearing ball caps, but they don't block the sun, and a stiff a stiff breeze knocks it off. <laughs> I just don't know. Just it's just not a good look either. I don't know. And they the short shorts, the high pulled up socks, the hat 
you know, tipped in like a uh, like a campaign cover. Uh, everybody had a really groovy mustache. You know, people say like, well, I, when I say people, I mean me. I'm people. Uh, this modern look for men will not be kind. Like history will not be kind. To oh, the way, for the way sure. with tapered sweatpants and stupid beards and man buns. Uh, it's a bad. Yeah, it bad. wasn't kind in the seventies either. But okay, so think about this. The uh, only thing that was kind is the early nineties hip hop. What what living color? When people started to get, uh, when women started to get uh, the the small of the back tattoo, mm. the tramp stamp. Yeah, yeah. And then you would start seeing stuff on the internet when, like, back in the MySpace days, it'd be like they'd show a picture of an old wrinkled grandma. But this would be a negative campaign for conservative people to basically throw it out to to more liberal women like oh this is what you're gonna look like as a grandma right now like, you see those same pictures it's like look at this badass grandma <laughs> you know she's yeah. got a you just got a full chest piece yeah she's she just crossfit yeah that that's that's what it's gonna look like it's gonna look odd when people have like the full yakuza uh like you know body i always tattoo. assume those people are gonna die young <laughs> i just always go like there's no way they're gonna Fingers make it crossed, yeah right knock on wood like you never see a guy that's <laughs> six seven make it to like you know no. 80 years old or whatever no they should it's an adam carolla thing but they it's shouldn't. definitely something that's that's for that's definitely true that's funny about the dick i didn't ever put that together with the the, the campaign era or whatever so yeah, Mother's Day gifts are diamonds and dads get shit for 11% off and that made me laugh. Do you ever see anybody? I used to like be very careful who I was Facebook friends with. Now I'm more like, "Eh, hey, everybody, you can all get it." You know what I mean? Like everybody just I don't care. I let most people be friends. Um I was looking at a friend of mine, his little brother. I grew up with this dude. I won't say his name. But I grew up with this dude, and his little brother always looked like a little brother. Like at the time, I think I, I, last time I saw him I was probably like seventeen, and he always looked like he looked young for his age, and he looked like a little kid. He was very young looking. Mm-hmm. I saw I went on Facebook and I saw a picture now, and I was like, dude, it was, it was so, it looked like you put an eleven year old's head on like a grown up's body and skull. <laughs> Like I said, an eleven-year-old's face on a grown-up body and skull. I look at him. I go, dude, you still look eleven, but like you're starting to get grays and like you're right. full blown. And it looks like a weird Snapchat mask. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a bad filter. <laughs> like, uh, like, like people used to say, like that's like the Macaulay Culkin thing. Like a lot of times, people will think I'm younger than I am. So maybe I'm one of these people. To like maybe like my uncles look at me and they go, you still look like the same eight-year-old, you know. But it's so weird to see somebody who you always viewed as a little brother. And then I see them like with a wife and kids or whatever. And I just go, how like, is that guy's getting it done? I'm like, who? But someone has to sleep with this guy right. now. And, and that's and what I mean. G- God bless him. But like they have to look at him and go, that doesn't look like a baby and a man's body to me. And I, I would like it's all I, man, baby. Dude, I want to run up to the wife and go, you're clearly sleeping with an eight year old. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. You had children with a child. Yes. Like, you need to stop that. That's gross. <laughs> you know? <what> <laughs> All those things, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. But have you ever seen that? Like, when someone grows up and you, like, what do I you mean, call I it? Like, feel like I need syndrome? to run up to a lot of people's wives and go, why? <laughs> Everybody's why? Wife. I don't know why any woman <laughs> sleeps with any guy ever. But especially when they have baby yeah. face syndrome. Yeah. I think the baby face is still a lot better than other things I've seen. But, yes, I agree. But I, I can agree. be like, okay, you like oafish dudes. You're into yeah. you're into brutes. You like bad beards. You're okay with fat mm-hmm. dudes. You like handsome guys. You're okay with skinny guys. I don't understand. Like, he looks like a kid, not young looking. Like, but to me, like, 
it looks like a, a Snapchat filter is a perfect way to say it. I don't have Snapchat, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. It's so weird. Yeah, no, that's definitely uh, an odd look for some, especially when you I can't see, see them. she's all dolled up and she's like like going to a wedding. Oh, they look beautiful. Like, they look like normal human. Like, and who's this guy, right? You like your kid to the wedding? You look like an adult female. Right. Why are you with, Why are you dating this baby? Right. It's so weird, dude. <laughs> why are you like, dating this baby? <laughs> why? I don't like. I I can't. I picture them in college at a frat party, and like them both like drinking out of solo cups. Like the party is really rad, right? Like, oh man, I just I smoked earlier. I'm so messed <laughs> up, right? Hey, you look like a baby. <laughs> and then like. And then him going like, no, but I'm not a baby though. And her, oh, thank God, because I was starting to get turned on. And like, oh my lord, just, I don't, I don't like, I don't, uh, I can't see them in real life now, because I'll just be like, hey man, how are you? Um, how come you're still a baby? <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude, it's so good to see you. It's been 20 years. What's up with your face? How come it didn't grow at all? I know you got that 16 pack, but I mean, Jesus, those dimples. Oh, my God. He just pinch his cheeks a little <laughs> You little dickens, you. <laughs> it's so weird to see an eight-year-old with a with a, yeah, with a, with a goatee. Yeah, that's uh, that's got it. Well, it reminds me. Remember that guy? What was that? Little Hercules? The little kid with the, like, the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. his dad was like a Russian yeah. kid for his dad. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder, like, if it's because he was my friend's little brother. I mean, yeah. Like, probably. do like, hit do, do his friends? He in, he's infantilized in your mind. Infantilized. Forever. Sure, I like that more. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, if like, do his friends know that he's a baby? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's quite possible. I don't know. Because probably throughout the whole high school career, they pretended like they didn't know he looked like a baby. Because they're like, by college, he'll lose it. And then they're knee deep in their twenties. They're starting their own. They're entrepreneurs. They're starting their own businesses. And they're like, like they're so they're all throwing in on a business, right? And they mm-hmm. have a group chat. And they go, and one guy starts a group chat without this guy in it. So now it's just three of them, and not the fourth guy. And they're all Facetime, and he's like, "Dude, somebody's got to say it. He still looks like a baby. Like yeah. somebody's got it. It's somebody's job. There has to be somebody employed in that position. Yeah." At all. At all times, they go. When we were kids, when we were just be- when we were Trojans, all on the same football team, we all thought he would stop looking like a baby. Eventually, here we are. We're really about to invest two hundred grand a piece. Now you have to ask yourself: He's is, still a baby. Bro. Is he that baby guy to where every year for Father's Day he gets a binky or some sort of a uh, <laughs> some sort of a baby esque gift? If you're a bonnet. Ba- <laughs> if you're the baby guy, don't ever let it be known that you love formula. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like, or one of those little like yogurt bites. He's like, you know what, Ben? I <laughs> I stick to breastfeeding, buddy. Gives you the thumbs up and the wink. Uh, I I just, dude, I just like titties. It's not. <laughs> yes, I'm a baby, but also I really like, you know. I uh, I I just realized I was so for like, a while. Like, there. Well, like, what do you like about a woman? He's like, I'm a boob guy. We we knew it. <laughs> we knew it. <laughs> Everybody here knew it. I for a while was a uh, a cigar guy. Yeah. So everybody was buying me cigars. And there you go. I, but remember your party? Yes, but I will tell you that it was a theme party for my 40th birthday where my wife knew that I liked to smoke cigars. So my, my sister in law, who was a pastry chef, um, made like cookies out of Twixes, but then made them a little cigar, like decorated them as little cigars, pretty awesome, cigar actually. boxes. Pretty yeah, it was sweet, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, and bourbon, and. It's funny because I don't I don't really drink beer all that often. So I was having a conversation and with somebody, and they're like, "Well, what do you drink? Like, you you drink bourbon?" I'm like, "Well, there was that one time at my 40th birthday party where like I was trying to like 
I guess, pivot into liking bourbon, which yeah. I, I, I do like, but um, I don't drink anything. I wish they would have given me all your gifts, except for the Well, cigars. someone brought bourbon for me, and you drank it all at the you know when we were here for podcasting. Drink. Oh, you know, dang but, it. But, uh, That's right. Point being that I was a cigar guy, <laughs> according to everybody, because I like cigars, but I, I, I like one cigar, two cigars. I like. It took me a while to find the ones I like, yeah. but I always smoke the same ones, and then someone will buy you like the variety pack, and it'll have like a like a fishing lure in it and like three cigars or something like that. And it's like, this is hot garbage. I, I'm yeah. not going to, you know, because you can't pick somebody else's cigars. The best thing to do is get them a gift certificate. That's it's like, tough. I think. But it's so not fun. What? The to give somebody a gift certificate? Yeah, yeah gift certificate sucks too. I don't know. Maybe take the guy out to a cigar bar and say, hey, pick whichever that's, cigar you That's want. the ultimate. That's the ultimate. Yeah, way to we do can it. smoke together. I, I want to watch you enjoy smoking a cigar. You get what you like. I won't tell you what. You I think like. I told you when I was down in Florida with my wife last year, uh, or earlier this year. You met that we, fella. We, yeah, we went to a cigar bar. My wife was smoking a cigar outside, and I was like, "This is pretty awesome." This it is pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. It's pretty great. I like that. I like it a lot. I hope. I, I hope she smokes more cigars. But the problem is, you like the occasional cigar and a bourbon. But it became like your thing, and now all of a sudden you're doing bourbon cigars all the time, and you're like, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Hey guys, stop buying me bourbon and cigars. It's, I feel it's bad kinda about like, it. It's kind of like deep dish. Like you don't really. Yeah. Like we, it's not that good. We don't want it all the time. But every once in a while, you go, Oh, I kind of. I think maybe I do. A yeah. Bit. Don't rave about it. Like I you like said. This. Just, just don't go so hard in the paint. Anytime yeah. you do, people take that shit too seriously. You don't want to be that guy. I don't. I, I mean, did. I was a jersey guy for a while too, though. I did wear multiple jerseys, like Kevin Smith. Prior to Kevin. Oh, Smith. Oh, were you like, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I had a, a Florida Panthers jersey that was my most favorite piece of clothing I probably ever had. Didn't care for the Florida Panthers, but it Florida had Panthers out of yeah. all of them, that was it. Yeah, just because it was a badass jersey. It had the Panther jumping out. The colors were cool. Navy Yikes. blue, red, and yellow. Yikes, man! And I had a uh, a uh, nice Red Wings jersey, which I'm sure everyone will appreciate. Florida Panthers. That's a yeah. That's a deep... lo- St. Louis Blues. Oh, the blues is a nice, a nice sweater. Yeah, it just it looks really cool. Looks really cool. But I really like. It's like my. Ace I like hat. my red. Like, I love I never it, had a Blackhawks one. Someone bought me one. I hung it in my closet. And never wore it. Blackhawks are dope. I had a Red Wings one that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Cause anyway, because you, you like. Uh, I like just Bronger. Well, for the blues, wasn't that? Yeah, he was on the blues. Yeah, right. How'd you know that? Did I tell you that before? You've talked. Al about McGinnis, it. Pronger. You've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of this group called I Saw You? It's a it's a live um I, I guess like like comedy troupe I'd call them. Absolutely not. So so these guys perform um at a place called Town Hall Pub at thirty three forty North Halstead. And I've never seen this, but what this is it's gonna get a little interesting here. I listened to a podcast called Car Con Carne. Have you ever listened to it? I think I told you about it. JV James Van Ossels? Yeah. I have not, but I know of it. So James Van Ostel, who is a DJ at Q one oh one uh, and still maybe, I don't know, but he also does a podcast called Car Con Carne. And the idea is that he gets in his car and he interviews people in his car. Half of the podcast is a live video stream on Facebook. And then uh, he edits it and puts the whole thing for audio. And he has all kinds of interesting music guests that he's met over over the years that come on there and sit in his car. And you could have anybody from, you know, Jerry Bryant to Jeff Pizzotti from Naked Ray Gun to... Anybody who's not Tiffany, he had on this week, like you know, I wow. think we're alone now, Tiffany. Wow! And he had this group called "I Saw You," and what these guys do is they perform. See, it's a unique idea, I guess, because the, their timeline when they said they started doing it was prior to me doing it. But I, I think that the way they do it's more unique. They present uh, personal ads, 
like Craigslist ads, like you know how we used to get, do on the podcast, uh, you would read like a the missed connections, missed connections. So what they do is they they mine out the best missed connections, and they perform them live on stage in different voices. And but similar to that vein of communication, like miscommunications. So they 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 take ones right out of the paper. But they that are people have written or seeking men seeking. They this? do all those. So there's a couple different categories like the mis missed uh, misconnections. Okay. Uh, you know, per, the sexual ones like, you know, man seeking woman or man seeking yeah, man yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, and then there's I, like the complaint one. There's one where it's like, hey, you know, hey, asshole. You know oh, what I mean? Where people, okay. com- people bitch. You know, so the, these ads that you'll find on Craigslist or the newspaper okay. or whatever. No, sounds cool. And uh, so they do it at this bar. But what do they? What do they do with them? They read them. They perform them but in I mean, different they, voices they and different affects because they're like. Uh, That's my question. Do they they make them more comedic? Oh, they're hilarious. They... So they read some on the last Car Con Carney, and I will uh, I'll link you guys on yeah, our Facebook man. page to that episode, and you'll hear these guys doing this. And I don't go out of my way uh, to to promote things I've never physically gone and, and seen and experienced before, but I heard what they do. I've I've I had a sampling it from that podcast. So let's go see them. Let's yeah, go do it. It. it it sounds super cool. The concept is 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 great. It's like everybody's probably kicking themselves and going like, "Why didn't we do this?" But the, these people are all actors, so uh, by trade, and so they're doing this and they're able to act it out and do these voices that seem super appropriate for, like they ascribe a certain voice to uh, a passage that okay. makes it even funnier because, like you know, they they decide. Uh, what the person's going to sound like. They, give they read a, it give as it a that, feel. They read it as that person. They yeah, don't yeah, go yeah. like, hey, I'm going to read this funny thing and read it. It's not. <clears throat> they read yeah. it as they're the person saying it. So, again, the, it's a group called I Saw You. Um, and uh, I Saw You Sounds Chicago is their Instagram. So is it improv-esque? Yeah. Well, no, okay. it's not improv because, I mean, they're reading stuff that's already But I'm sure they, they, I'm sure they work off of that. No, right? I think it's strictly they just they, they take turns. <laughs> There's like really? a couple like a couple of different people in this troupe, and they have. I'm sure they don't like read new ones every week. They find the ones that are good and they keep you know okay. reading those, and then also new ones. As far as I know, so, I'd like to hear because it it, it it seems like if you start it off and then use improv to build off of it, you could really mess with it. Well, we're gonna check this out. We're gonna yeah, definitely man. make it a point. It's the first and third Wednesdays at uh, Town Hall Pub again at three three four zero North Hall. Let's do it. This it's only week, five brother. bucks. Let's do it. It's five bucks. Uh, twenty one twenty one and over. I'm in. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely check that out. But both check out Carcon Carne because he has really good guests and it's you got to really drive though. Concept. I'm too stupid to park in Chicago. Yeah, I'm not that. That's my biggest thing. Dude, I, I will drive your car. How about that? We went to see Tom Segura a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm too stupid to, I don't know how to do it. My brother's like, oh, dude, use this app and go here. And I just drive like parking, around. Parking hero or whatever. Or I have, hero. I have the park. I have one of those apps and it saved me before. If it's, if I'm not in a real busy area of Chicago, it's great. But dude, I'm like downtown. It's always the guy in the passenger seat. That's like, oh, just park there. It's fine. It's like, yeah. I okay. parked in this spot and it said two hour limit, but it's like, okay, but after dark, does that stop? Yeah, on weekends and Monday through Thursday, you can only park Dude, here after 5 I went and saw Tom Segura. I think I, I'm confident there's only about two to three, maybe five minutes left. I left before the end because I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, dude, we're either going to get a $100 ticket or they're going to tow our car. Uh, or both. He's He might finish with his bikes getting. That'd be great. But, but we got to bounce. And he was really good. And the guy that opened was really good. But I was like, uh, do you want to go? And she's like, yeah, let's just bounce. So 
we split before he was even done because I was like, sorry, this is a great show, but I'm just too stupid to park in Chicago. Yeah. So we had to walk like six blocks to our car. And we made it with like four minutes to spare. So I had a similar Valpo's kind of like the same way where they have signs and stuff like can park here between these hours, but it's very clear after 5 PM, you're good to go. So every other sign you could just like forget. Think maybe. Well, so I parked when we went roller skating, uh, in a place that said like after five, you're good to go. And I was like, I'm feeling pretty confident that my car is not going to get towed. We get, we start roller skating, take our shoes off, put our skates on. And my wife goes, Oh, I left my phone in the car and I wanted to take pictures of it. It's like, oh, oh, you mean you're like eight hundred to a thousand dollar iPhone, Ugh. gigantic iPhone? Where and I remember it's in the center console, gigantic like iPhone. where someone <laughs> is going to be able to look in and see your phone sitting there. It looks like go, a laptop. So now I'm not going to get my car towed, but I'm going to get my window broke and then your eight hundred to a thousand dollar phone stolen out of There's it. There's your too. anxiety, kid. And she's like. It's fine. It'll be fine. We'll just skate and it'll be good. And so now while I'm skating, I'm also concerned like you, you know, it's like, Hey, let's, let's not skate forever. Cause we got to get back and make sure yeah. that, that yeah. iPhone's still, yeah. still there. So, so in order drive. for me to have a good time, everybody has to do everything the way I need it. And so what I'm telling you is I will drive your car. You can drink. I won't drink. But if the car is getting towed, it's your car, not mine. Done we can done. make that happen. Done and done. All right. No, I like it. That way I can drink. And I don't know, maybe, maybe you're not too stupid to park. In Chicago, I uh, I have that app, and so the, here's the thing: I have the app, but somehow I screwed it up, so I ended up paying manually anyway. <laughs> so like with the because here's the thing: with the app, you can re up when you get low, mm-hmm. you can re up the money. But since the I app, did, but since you did the first manual, something thing. happened. I don't forget something screwed up. We were in such a hurry; we were like super late. We missed half of the first guy, so I did it manually. So I was like, "There's no, I have to walk six blocks." To put another five bucks in or whatever? Nah, forget it. So we just left. That was it. So let's go see it. You drive. <laughs> Will That'll do. Be fine. Yeah. First or third, third, third Wednesday. Have you seen, and I, I know I'm, uh, I, I always look around. I tell you I don't watch TV, and I don't, but my wife uh, found, no there's two two things I want to tell people that I, I thought were really exceptional. One, uh, I think both on Netflix. So the first one is this, uh, it's uh, Christina Applegate. Dead to me. Yes. Are you, the you writing is so good. We're, we're like three episodes in. There's a lot of like twists that once they happen, you're like, yeah, I should have seen that coming. Like three but, episodes in, and, and I was on a weird schedule, so I kept falling asleep, so I was in and out. What I saw was cool, but I didn't quite grasp it. Is it possible that Linda Cardellini is so beautiful that you just don't care what the show's about? I was just about to say, part of the reason might be Linda Cardellini's bangs. She is. She's got bangs, and, she, and I'm still into it. Yeah. She looks like a collie, though. She has, like, the curly hair on the sides. But, Man, yeah, it's, it's, it's That's a collie I'd be all about. I like Linda Cardellini during Freaks and Geeks, not yep. so much during the ER era. Dude, but, Scooby but she's Doo, back. bro. Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come for on. Sure. For sure. Yeah, no, she's a delight. She's a hell of a Velma. I'll have to get back into it. Because what I saw was kind of, I, I was a little, it was almost like watching Barry from HBO. Like, I was like, is this a comedy? I'm not sure. Yeah, dark comedy. Like, it reminded there's a few me, laughs, but it's more, you know. And I don't think she had anything to do with it, but it reminded me of, like, Diablo Cody-style writing. Okay. Where it was, like, tongue-in-cheek, well, he's, sort of. Diablo Cody is from? The the woman who wrote Juno. Okay. So, that makes and sense. other things, but that I think that's sense. the most, the, the most, uh, she wrote that other show yeah. that was on HBO or Showtime where uh, the lady had split personalities, but you remember, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, it came around the same time as like Nurse Jackie and stuff. And her daughter is the girl yep. who is now yep. uh, I know Captain Marvel. About. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Brie Larson. Yes, Brie Larson. Yeah. 
Oh, I'll have to get back into that because it seemed pretty. Did you finish it? The yeah. Dead to Me? Yeah. I, I watched it while I was running on the treadmill. People so are raving something... about her acting. Who, Brie Larson's? Linda, Linda Cardellini. Oh, yeah. She's great. So I always thought she was great. I thought she was great too, but I'm just like, she's like Cheryl Scott. Like She keeps telling me it's raining and I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah, well, you know, there's, those, you know other, I mean? there's those other things too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard for me to focus on like just the talent. No, she seems like such a nice person. It's like just a delight. this character, <laughs> I don't know if that's really her or not. I mean, whatever. Have to, Lost I'll, in I'll her bangs. I'm gonna have to finish it. The other thing is, uh, I think it's called Always Maybe. Be I watched always, that too. Dude, Are you serious? Yes. I don't like my the wife always picks. She's like, "Hey, let's watch a movie," and we laugh because she's. I'm like, "What's this movie?" She's like, "It's a coming. It's either a coming of age, <laughs> a teen love story, mm. or a slice of life." That's how she mm. describes. And those are the only three descriptions of any movie she has. I'm like, "Which does Rambo fit into?" It's definitely a yeah. slice of life, but uh, they're all slices of life. Ali Wong is so good. Exceptional. Lo- yeah, really. Yeah, I just think she's. Just, I thought it was okay. No, I, I, I don't care about the movie. I'm just saying she just seems like she's funny. She's she's got it all going on. She doesn't talk about politics as far as I know. Like I don't you didn't get caught no. up in all that other she stuff. She gets like, like an urban accent thing. and talks dirty and so I liked her stand up. I like Baby yeah, Cobra. The first one I liked. I didn't like the first one was one. better. Yeah. Was that Baby Cobra? I don't know. The first one, whichever the first one They're was. They're both good, but the first one was better. I thought I the, actually watched I thought it was the, way better. I don't know if I remember specifics, but I actually watched that's weird. That's how weird is that? I haven't watched 10 of the shows you've recommended, but I happen to catch that one. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I liked watching a show with uh, one, one of them was, was the Korean. Two Asian one, was, one was Korean, and what is she? Uh, Chinese, I believe, right? Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> and uh, But no, I liked that. Uh, I liked that. Like, I've watched... Okay, this is going to make me sound racist. Well, here we go again. <laughs> I've watched a Let's lot of shows. Get ready to... <laughs> I've watched a lot of shows where there's like one of the main characters is, or a big reoccurring role is like um, an ethnicity that I'm not as familiar with or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like you watch The Sandlot, there's like a couple of each, whatever. But this was like predominantly, pretty much like the guy was Korean, she was Chinese, and those were the main. Things, right? I guess what I'm saying is, it was kind of cool to see, from start to finish, it never, without it being a foreign film, it never, <laughs> you know, no, they're I'm, Americans. No, but what I'm saying is like, because you're gonna go, you like, never see, you never saw Asian movies, people like, as leading people unless it's a kung fu movie. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was trying to be real. I've seen a lot of movies, but like Jet Li, <laughs> fucking Jackie Chan movies. But I'm talking about with. Let's with, remember Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, I was going to say only that other, one. The only other movie. Or with my Asian personal favorite, uh, with the Drunken Master. Oh, Jackie Chan. So about? good. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, it's a low budget Dude, movie, it's but so it's cool. Good. Yeah, yeah. But what I meant was a normal, like big, fairly big budget Netflix movie. There was that was predominantly based in cultures that I wasn't used to. So it was just cool to see their everyday stuff. Doing things like they're like like. The the guy's mom taught her to cook when she was young or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was all stuff like I didn't know about, like I hadn't heard. And it was just, oh, it was kind of cool, man. I'm, I'm trying to say like it was cool to see different cultures, yet I'm still coming off racist. Well, let's I don't not know. get crazy. We don't have to make a ton of them, but the ones we've seen are great. Let's, yeah, one's good. Right. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. We'll to just see. go back to that one. I can't wait to see what they make in 2020. That's going to be a good one. Speaking not of not a good couple, a good one. The pictures of the uh, <laughs> of the dads that I I posted uh, just yeah. on, on the on the tail of that. Whose dad wins? 
Oh, that's a good question. We I should, mean, I, I like should do a dad poll. I have a winner. I don't want dad poll. It doesn't sound like no. that. It's a good band name. I'm going to yeah. add that to my hey. list. of. I have a list of band names going on here. So This week, uh, I want everybody to get on the dad poll <laughs> and work it hard because I want to see who's coming out on top. Uh, right. Hey, no, but as list. far as like the listeners, like there was one picture in particular that I was like, oh, that's a clear-cut winner. Your dad's the best. Who? Do you remember which one it uh, was? Jen Bunny. Jen Martin. I don't want to say last name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad looked like Bob Ross, and I was just like, that's the best. Like, out of all of our dads, your dad rules the hardest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, it's the best. Like, it, And he it, was a lawman. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, with that hair. I didn't know that until she said that in the page, but I was just like, that's what's up. Like, <laughs> that is a full-on embrace of the 70s. Yeah. If you don't, like. That picture was in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually in Living Color's sixth season. When we when we talk anyway, so on the tail of that, <laughs> I posted something the other day where it was like, "Hey, the last remaining survivor of the Band of Brothers Easy Company just passed." Oh yeah, the medic. I think yeah, the medic. And I was talking to a bunch of guys I work with, and they were they were having a discussion about millennials. And one of the guys was saying, one of the guys that's like just my to clarify, age, that's eighty three to present i don't know no because there's generation y and z and all that bs so this is where this I, just, conversation I only know goes. that because i like i barely missed i'm not a millennial you could look it up while i'm talking if mm-hmm. you care but uh so anyway th- th- this guy that was having the conversation or running the conversation was my age like 42 43 and he was talking about some of the younger guys and he's like oh you know why is it that you know millennial they, they keep moving the goalposts for millennials and I was like, yeah, it's always behind whatever age the person who's talking about it is. Right, so, if, right, you know, right. if, if you're born in 91, you're going, millennials. It's anybody that was right. born, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, you are considered a millennial. Correct. So what what are, what are the stats here? Uh, the, the stats that I have with my bad, with my bad uh, satellite bars here. Millennials born 81 to 96 is one of them. Okay, that's a millennial. It says that they're moving it back. See? Uh, Post okay, ba, 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 ba. silent generation, awesome people, good people. That's all. Uh, generation X was sixty-five to eighty, so mm. I caught the like I'm the youngest of Generation X. I'm as young as it gets. Right after me is a millennial. They're saying eighty-one to ninety-six. That got moved. I always thought it was like eighty-three, eighty-four, mm. but apparently eighty-one to ninety-six. Uh, so twenty-two to thirty-seven-year-old people. Post millennials, you're talking born ninety seven to present. What is it? What is a post millennial? Uh, it's like post Malone, but shorter. <laughs> okay. No, it's a Less uh, <laughs> post millennial. I think is like 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 super you know, like 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 teenagers. Like well, really young. I'm just people. saying, like what define how are they saying what what is that? Oh, uh, like what is the they, description what are of they? a post millennial? Uh, for 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 another time, who cares? Yeah, my, we'll my, cover my, that better next the, week. the whole point was. Uh, they were talking about how they're sliding it back from 83 to 81 or whatever. Right. And they said, so there's a chance that maybe they'll slide Generation X all the way back to the greatest generation. And I was like, yeah, fat chance. Um, because, again, I always, I'm one of these guys that uh, above and beyond bringing up The Wire Season 2 all the time, mm-hmm. I often bring up Band of Brothers. It's so I don't talk about it on the podcast all that much. I I, we just I, I, I have the box on DVD. And, it was and a gift. It's so good. The steel. I've, it looks like a uh, dog yeah. tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably watched it four times. I I I probably it's for anybody so who's good. never heard this before. Uh, I had broken my foot years and years ago, 
And I knew nothing about Band of Brothers. And my wife, while I was... My wife. I was feeling sore and hurt and couldn't move around. I was off work. She went to the video store back when they had those mm-hmm. and got me Band of Brothers episode three. And was like, hey, I, I saw this. I think you'd like it. And so she put it in. I had no context that it was part of a series. You started in three? Yeah. And so she put it in. I was like, wow, They're this full is so good. There. But like... It started weird and ended weird. Like, I don't know what what's the story here. That's the episode after they land on D-Day. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I realized it was part of a, a greater series. It's so good. And I've probably watched the entire series, I don't know, maybe six or seven times. I and, should watch it again. And, and, and the reason is, is because I, I like it. Like, I think there's so many lessons. Like, okay, you can... For for anybody who's a, a you know to learn how to be a leader, to learn how to be a supervisor, to learn how to be just a genuine good person, oh dick to learn how, yeah, I mean all these things. I also read his his uh, autobiography, which was great. Dick What's Winters that called? Is, I don't remember. I was trying to find that on audiobook this week. I have it on yeah, my, my Kindle. I could find it, but uh, anyway, I just think it's there's nothing better on film. Even it's even better than The Wire. Like I it is, it is, is the I most superb is. piece. You know why it's better than the wires because it's so succinct and there's no filler. Oh, there's very little filler. You care about every character in yep. this, including Schwimmer. Like yeah, you, oh, yeah, you care sure. to hate him, but you also feel bad when you realize there's a reason he's the way he is. You feel bad. There's a reason he is the way he is, and there's a reason he acts the way he does. And you you also feel bad when you realize like. His commands, like, "Hey, you're actually not gonna go. You've got these guys ready for war. You won't be going. We're gonna Schwimmer. send you to a training facility, which they know he'd be. That's what he would be he's really good at role. doing. He's got to be a dick, so he's gonna be. He's also enjoying being a dick, though. Yeah, too. but it's like, but that's, but that's his role. Then, listen, if this is a spoiler for anybody, I don't care. If you haven't seen it, this is something you should like, like take a vacation from work and yeah. do immediately. By the time Chandler runs Curry, oh yeah. my god, it." It is so exceptional. I, I just can't. Now, there was a- Jennifer f- Aniston in the GI outfit. You're never going to believe it. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> like, through all yeah, the other like, Friends characters. Uh, there's just so many great things to uh, it's so to, good. To, to, to get from it. So uh, then there was the one that, so Spielberg and Tom never, Hanks are the producers of it. And then they did uh, the other one, which I never the, saw. The, that. The I never Pacific saw the Pacific. I heard I'm the same way. I heard it wasn't great. I think I started the first one and I- you're just what? like, this isn't Band of Brothers. I was like, these aren't the people I know. Yeah, I didn't feel comfortable. The, the theater setting for where this happens, you know, when these, where a Band of Brothers takes place or Band of Brothers, um, isn't such, it's just as important, I guess, as the the interaction between the individual characters yeah. and each individual character. We should, Even the we should you both watch up, the second season or whatever. Or the, the, yeah. Yeah. I'd almost like to do a uh, a thing where we we bring people in and we we do like mystery science, but we 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 do it to but we tell everyone just to be quiet. We don't talk because it's a really great yeah, thing. We want everyone to. to see it, and we make sure that everyone has their phones down while they're watching it. Well, you know how there's only one men's haircut right now. It's mm-hmm. like the high on the, the high part, the, the hard high, part, zero fade. The yeah, the young Republican, but mm-hmm. a little more extreme. About ten years ago, I watched Band of Brothers, and I remember I told a bunch of friends of mine that I was in the uh, training in the school with. I said. I've been watching Band of Brothers. <clears throat> I go, and that's the haircut I want. These guys looked so sharp. They looked so sharp, so dialed in, so so handsome that I was like, even if you're not handsome, if you're that dialed in, you can be an ugly guy with oh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when a girl like grows her hair long and curls it and wears a nice dress. Like, 
you don't have to be the best looking girl, but you're dialed in. Like you're the, working with what you got. And you're, you're making really... the best of your hand. Yeah. So I, I, I remember watching, there's that scene when they're in the bar, they're going to go to war. Mm-hmm. They're playing darts and stuff. And I was like, these dudes look so sharp. So I remember going like, I remember like, I'm going to go to a barber and I'm going to go, I need you to watch Band of Brothers or and make Bastards. me look like those dudes. The scene in Inglorious Bastards where he's putting the bastards together and he's telling them like what he's going to expect from them. And they all have the, they all have the exact same like they, again. He's like, like the you hard owe part. me a debit. Yeah, I will have my Nazi scalps. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That scene exactly. Yeah, because nobody looks at those guys and goes like, look at these schmucks. They the, all look sharp. So I don't know if all Band of Brothers, if they show this on HBO too, but like if you get at least if you get the box set, um, which I've always just watched on the box set, mm-hmm. before every episode they have the real guys. Oh, have dude. you ever seen that? Uh, yeah, okay. I've got this. Okay. I've watched it. So it's that, heartbreaking. There's, dude. it's incredible that these guys just they're they're called to duty when they're like, hey, you know, we heard that you know we had this happened on our soil, we'd been attacked, and they're like, people that didn't get to go killed them. Some people killed themselves because they yeah. could not. They they were dishonored and they're they like were the so shame. Ashamed. The shame of me not. Do you think that'll ever happen again? You, in this country? me, and the rest of these guys walking around these days? Nah, nah. I don't even think Jocko could have been in the Greatest Generation. Jocko could have. Okay, maybe Jocko, Jocko could have been. I take generation. that back. But Jocko would have ate Chuck Norris, for Jocko. That list is very small. Yeah, Charles jo- Bronson. Joe Rogan might have showed up. He would have been like a character in that show. But um, and it's we're, a, we're never going to get there. And again, you could right? not remake it. Like, oh no, no we're I mean, never as a country, like we're too far gone. No matter. No We've matter seen too much. No matter no matter what evil we're up against, we could never, as a country, go like we have to go or else we're ashamed. Well, right? Because well, there would no, always be a spin I mean, of like we're the bad guy. Nine no eleven was probably the closest thing since then, but it to wasn't World War Two esque. Yeah, because you you have these knuckleheads running around that are the guys. They're not the same caliber of people. There was a lot of people that thought nine eleven was like our fault and stuff. Like people, World War Two was different. It was like that's a clear enemy. I have a, a a great uncle that w- they did that honor flight. I don't know if you know about this, but the honor flight is they take these people that were like World War II or Korean veterans. Mm. I don't know if they go up to Vietnam, but they they fly you to somewhere. I don't know if it's D.C. or whatever, and they do this thing in your honor. And while you're on the plane, like they read letters that your family wrote you or whatever about the, what you've done, and it's a huge honor. Oh, I should know more about it. But um, they don't make people like this, and they never will. It's, it's just over. It's over for us. There's no way we can get Is that because it. of the lack of luxury they we've, had? So the simplicity? And... No, we've seen too much. We've been exposed to too well, much. Well, that kind of goes with the luxury that we have. You know I'm not I mean? talking about, like, okay, now like we, we're not sitting the war on... didn't, again, they didn't have Netflix. And they didn't have, like, Lunchables. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know what I'm that and I'm going to blame it. I'm going to blame it all if I'm going to take it back to Ben Stiller. And I'm going to blame it all on something about Mary. Oh, blame, that's his, where dad. It all, blame that's, his dad. That's Jim. where it all starts. Between something about Mary and the first uh, uh, American Pie movie. I'm glad you didn't bring Dumb and Dumber. The world, the world will never be the same. Uh, <laughs> and if you go back and think about where you were, I'd... 9-11, Columbine, the yeah. things that happened during uh, the Challenger explosion, uh-huh. uh, you might have been just a 85. little too young. But... I was in kindergarten. And then where you were when you saw a guy zip his nutsack up. Yeah, uh, Franks and beans. Franks and beans. <laughs> or the hair gel or any of the yeah. things that Ben Stiller did that literally changed what was acceptable and what 
to like just push drop the envelope this to this like <laughs> insane level. Then to be followed up by a mirror, and, and and you guys think about it right now. You, you know I'm the right. You for know, the lack of decency. You know I'm right, man. I've never heard this. Okay, theory. so before you know, this is a new theory. Porky's for me. Revenge of the Nerds. These movies were were rated R, and they yeah. were sort of like, you know, hey, everybody saw them, but was was it really? telling everyone else they saw them. They went to the movie theater with their buddies and they kept their mouth shut. They didn't tell their moms. It's risque and you know yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This was like packaged up like wholesome, take the, take hilarious. The right. Yeah. Old Brett Favre. We were, uh, I mean. Just... Bring the family to see the uh, jizz in the hair joke. Yeah. I mean, w- tell me what movie or what, what thing changed? It's like a Trojan horse of indecency. Yeah, like it's for sure. it sneaks it in for sure. You know I, mean, I mean, Luther Campbell was real honest about it's what like, he was no, doing. It's been so, stiller. so we could either accept Luther Campbell for what he was, or not accept <laughs> Luther Campbell for what he was. But <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller <laughs> was five foot six, Jewish, nice honest, boy, so nice me. Jewish boy, nice Jewish, not boy. nice Jewish boy. No. Maybe I don't know, but. You know. He's like that monkey that brought the virus. And like you think he's just a cute monkey. No, he's got far worse going on. Even if you think about uh, Mel Brooks and like history of the world, or Mel <laughs> Brooks, and you think about like the things he got away with under the shroud of decency and comedy, like oh, you know, uh, your Schwartz is bigger than mine in yeah. Spaceballs. It's like oh, it's kind of funny, and maybe the kids don't get it. But you can't miss what was going on in something about Mary. A guy zipped his balls up. Clearly, up is over. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> There was just no getting around it. So without that shroud of... That's it. I'm taking it back. If we could go back in the DeLorean until... <laughs> oh, Dick Winters hates nobody more than Jerry and Ben Stiller. <laughs> right. I should. The worst. All right. Well, that's it. I got to go to bed. That is episode 221 <laughs> of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you next time later.
connection still kind of hurt. Not as much as the one from you, though. That one hurt.